live from NextGen Studios. This is the Sports Page. Happy Saturday and welcome to the Sports Page on NextGen Media. This is a special edition of the Sports Page. Uh, seeing, obviously, we have the Super Bowl going on tomorrow. We have uh, a lot to talk about on that. Plus, <clears throat> there's really a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Chris and I were just talking about in our break. Uh, but I'm Ashton, sitting here with Chris Robb. What's going on, Chris? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. It's, it's, you know, Super Bowl weekend. We just had the Pro Bowl, which is w- w- what we'll kind of get into. Uh, yeah, a lot right. of stuff happening here, happening here locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, you know, it's, I always get excited come Super Bowl week. Um, you know, just uh, I'm more excited about the food and everything. But you know, especially you know, especially since the Cowboys aren't in it. But yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I I'd love you know just the event. Even even if I'm not really like watching the game, just having it on and you know the environment. You know, I, I love it. Yeah, it, it's definitely an event. Um, one that's it's hard to say or it's bad to say, but one that is more enjoyable when your team's not in it. Um, <laughs> right. Unless your team ends up winning, then you look back at it as a great experience, but it's, but I can't remember the last time we had a Super Bowl where I really didn't care who won or, or not. It sounds bad to say I don't care or I can really enjoy it. It's, I don't have a dog in the fight. It's not Tom Brady or, or, uh, you know, there's no Aaron Rodgers, no, not the giants, not a team that, or a player yeah, that I don't want, uh, to particularly lose where I'm really cheering. And if the other team wins, I'm, you know, not really in it or getting, getting not really upset, but it's not what I wanted to, but honestly, either team wins, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I've had people talk to me about how the Rams are supposed to be the Cowboys rival, which hadn't been the case since what the 1980s, maybe even the seventies. Uh, but the Rams have never won a championship in Los Angeles. They've won one Super Bowl in St. Louis. Yeah. Because the Raiders are the only team that ever have ever won Los Angeles a Super Bowl. So it's not like it's not a dynasty. It's it's you have Odell Beckham, which is kind of eh, I don't like him very much. But between right. <laughs> I, I want the Bengals to win, but between the Bengals and the Rams, I'm happy either way. I think it's just going to be a fun game. Uh, like you said, the food. What what's on your Super Bowl menu? What are you are you making something? Are you buying something? Yeah, I would go to this place. Uh, probably you know, wings usual. You know, yeah. probably just have, yeah. uh, you know, the typical wings and uh, you know nachos or something like that. Just uh, I, wings just has to be on my menu because you know I mean I that's like my favorite thing to eat regardless, especially like watching football. So, um, but uh, what about you? Uh, we haven't really decided yet. We'll probably just make uh, snacks and side foods, and then we'll buy something. Probably wings. Uh, we used to be big into Buffalo Wild Wings. I know it wasn't the the best wings, but they had. Uh, my wife really likes honey barbecue, which not oh, okay. a lot of wing places have. So we would just get the, those. But they've been slacking recently. Um, but I I like. Um, is this Pizza Hut? So I guess it'd be Wing Street. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have pretty good wings, and uh, believe it or not, we uh, I had ordered. Uh, my wife was doing uh, DoorDash, and she was get DoorDash or GrubHub or whichever one, and was getting mm-hmm. chilies. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I want. So I looked on the menu. I was like, I guess wings, and they weren't bad. Chili's has okay. decent wings. Um, there was a local spot here that that's about to open up. They're so, supposed to open up for Super Bowl weekend, but they're behind. So. I, 
Um, I'm sure I'll have wings. I just don't know where it's going to be from. And I figure we need to figure that out pretty quick because if they're delivering or. <laughs> yeah, or it's going to yeah, it's gonna be a, a, yeah, a long and, wait. And my wife usually makes, uh, they call it elbow dip. It's okay. just like sour cream and cheese. It's just like a chip dip that uh, it, they only call it elbow dip because they, they make it every family occasion or whatever. And back in the day, her dad got her his elbow in it or whatever, and it was a funny story. So <laughs> we call it elbow dip. So people are kind of like, what? That, that, tastes, yeah. that, that sounds kind of weird. But it, it basically, we, it's a dip you typically will dip with ruffles, like sour cream, onion type. Oh, yeah. Flavor. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, we'll have that with maybe some queso, uh, j- just random stuff, and then we'll have wings. Yeah, yeah. You can't really go wrong with wings. I know, uh, but, uh, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, like you said, they have been slacking a little bit, but um, I love Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Um, the one yeah. by my house, they never really miss, so. Uh, but, yeah, you can, you know, so, I got to have. Yeah. Yep. You know, now that we're talking about wings, but uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, they have, it's really weird, and it sounds I don't know if it sounds gross to me. It kind of sounds gross, but uh, they have lemon pepper now in sauce, lemon pepper sauce, not yeah. a dry rub. <laughs> and, and I had ordered, we went, we had our uh, fantasy football, one of our fantasy football drafts at a Buffalo wild wings. And I ordered how many ever wings I ordered half honey barbecue and half lemon pepper dry rub, but they had brought me the sauced ones. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. They were pretty good. So now when I go to Buffalo wild wings, I'll get, uh, half honey barbecue, maybe sometime Asian zing, uh, and then some lemon pepper sauce, which sounds like even right now thinking about it, it sounds disgusting, but uh, it's actually pretty good. At yeah, least that's actually, my opinion. Yeah, I accidentally ordered it uh, one time whenever I was there, and uh, yeah, it wasn't half bad. It was, uh, it you know, wasn't what I was looking for, you know, because I asked for dry rub, but um, I thought I had asked for dry rub anyways. But you know, it wasn't it wasn't uh, bad. I would definitely eat it again sure yeah absolutely and i'm going to challenge you to uh do it just i guess just post because obviously we're not going to uh, have Mm -hmm. another super bowl show but do your top five uh super bowl foods do that as a post for the yeah do it right uh, post it before the super bowl y'all keep a a lookout for that and go ahead and uh comment here on the podcast or, or go find us on facebook or twitter and Go ahead and tell me, tell us y'all suggestions, and then Chris will will put together a power ranking top five, and we'll get to your Super Bowl power ranking. I saw that you you know we have that posted up as well. Your top five players playing in the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit as well. But uh, backtrack a little bit. Let's you know let's talk about what's going on uh, in the world of sports right now. Uh, NBA trade deadline stuff. You know, uh, obviously the biggest story, James Harden to the, yeah, yeah, to the, I almost said the Phillies to the 76ers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not a big Kevin Durant fan. I'm a Longhorns fan. So I, you know, I liked him then. I I haven't been able to stand him, but right now, now that they traded Harden, I want the Nets to win the championship. I just can't stand Harden jumping teams. It's, he he's in the big three in Oklahoma city, which we didn't really know how great that was at the time. Uh, Houston, Brooklyn. How can you not make that work? It, it works on paper. It works. I mean, they all three played, I think it was 16 games with a 13 and three record. So it obviously works. How mm-hmm. can you not just put your pride aside or do whatever? Who cares? 
Nobody's looking yeah. at this as Katie's. Well, it is Katie's team, but it no is. one's saying it's Katie's team. You're irrelevant, Harden, or anything like that. These guys get in this mindset and have these issues, and they can't even let. How long did was this uh, off season last year that they brought this team together? Yeah, um, I, I think no. He, I believe, did he come during the season? I think he came during the season. Did he I'm come during? The se- um, yeah, yeah. So he hasn't really. Been, I don't even think he's been there a full year so the big three there and i know they had injury issues last year didn't play a lot this year you had uh uh the the, Kyrie vaccine vaccine issues and um i get all that but it it's not you know that has nothing to do with the reason he can't make it last anywhere he can't uh you know it didn't work in oklahoma city it didn't work in houston it's it's i'm tired of these players just thinking they go win everywhere, and it's annoying when LeBron goes and does it. Even when he came back to Cleveland, he still had a super team. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant went to Golden State and got two, but now that Kevin Durant already has his, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. He can get another one. That's fine. That would I think that would be great poetic justice for the Nets. And I know they lost again, and now they're on a, a ten or eleven game losing streak. But I think it would be poetic justice to have them on this long losing streak, trade Harden, and they go on and win. Yeah, and then probably play them in like the, in the East Finals or something like that. That would be. Yeah, yeah, they, they I, pro- good chance of yeah. facing each other in the playoffs. Yeah, I um, I feel like one of the Harden, like him leaving OKC, I feel like that was just him, you know, finally g- g- becoming the player that he is. Mm-hmm. And I understand that one, but you know, forces forcing his way out of Houston, then forcing his way out of Brooklyn again, like, and then I've always kind of you know viewed him as kind of like a crybaby in a sense like he's you know always crying for calls absolutely yeah whenever they changed the rules and he wasn't getting as many fouls he was you know his point total dropped like eight points (laughs) so it's like you know and and that's one thing i mean call me a homer but i I know luca complains about fouls and he should stop but i'm thinking okay he's 22 years old give him four years he's gonna go get he's gonna get those calls because he's gonna be a superstar but Harden was getting calls. He's one of the top free throw shooter just in terms of how many times you go to the line. He's yeah. if he's not the top of the list, he's up there. So he's getting the calls. Um, but he, it's like he wants to be on the LeBron level where if, the, if LeBron thinks he got fouled, he just goes and looks at the ref and the ref's mm-hmm. like, oh, you got fouled. OK, here I'll call the foul, yeah. which, you know, say what you say. I, I'm not a LeBron fan, but LeBron has. I say earn that type of respect in the game of basketball. Like you go past, you know, his thoughts and business and, you know, you, he's a pretty frustrating guy, but he's been there in, in and out winning games, going to finals. He's earned that sort of respect where Harden's just kind of there thinking, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm one of the better players in the league. I'm most talented. One of the most talented. I should be getting those calls, uh, and then some. Yeah, and he's not, and he's not really, you know, you know LeBron has plenty of playoff, um, you know, success. Like Harden has, he's folded plenty of times in the playoffs. You know, up three two against Golden State. Um, then you're up fifteen, uh, fifteen points in the closeout game, and you know you can't get it done at home. And it's, you know, he's, I don't, he's a great player, but I just, I think he views himself as, you know, the Giannis, KD, LeBron level, and I, I just don't see him as that. 
and he, I don't think the refs or the the league sees him as that as well. Yeah, and, and just comparing him to LeBron, LeBron never left an organization like he has. Yeah, I know he went and had the big decision yeah. uh, on tele, on TV, and mm-hmm. you know people were mad when he left, yeah. but it, it was a little different. Then he came back and let you know. Uh, I still think he's held in high regards in Cleveland, and he yeah. will be, uh, especially in Miami. Miami was just like, yeah, we had a great four years of him, won a couple championships, we're all good. Uh, and then obviously in L.A. they won a championship, but they love him there. It's not it's not going well this year for them, but it's not like a, LeBron's a cancer. And Harden's never really been the guy. Even in Houston, I it didn't seem like he was the guy because you had Chris Paul there. Then you had yeah. Westbrook in there, and and I don't know. I thought maybe it was the position he played, but Giannis plays the same. You know, Giannis isn't a point guard, but right. that's Giannis's team. And now he's going to Philadelphia, where it's Embiid's team. It's it's not his team. So yeah, I don't he, I don't know what he's trying to do. If it's just to win a championship, but it seems like he wants to be the guy. And if he's not going to be the guy, it's it's going to end up it's going to uh, end poorly. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think he's better than Embiid. I wouldn't pick Harden over Embiid. I I wouldn't, but um, I mean, I really don't know what he wants. You know, like I thought Brooklyn was the perfect situation for him. You know, uh, KD and you know I know Kyrie's in and out, but they still had some pieces around them. And you know, I you know I I have no clue what goes through some of these players' minds, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, he needs to get in a situation where it's. It's kind of like it came together in Brooklyn with Durant and Irving, where they kind of just went at the same time, the same off season, and stopped yeah. tag teaming people. You know, unless you're unless you want to be the sidekick, uh, right. which is fine. I don't care. You, you know, if I was in the NBA, I'd I'd get paid max money to be a sidekick, and you know, just you win a, a championship or two, or just just look at uh, just look at the legacy on the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. What what. Jason Terry's legacy is here. It's yeah. great. We love Jason Terry. We love yeah. uh, Sean Marion, and they didn't even spend that many yeah. that many years on the Mavericks. Uh, I mean, Peja Stoyakovich. I think yeah. of him as a Maverick more than even though he he really didn't do much except shoot a few three pointers in the playoffs, and played here one season. Yeah, he uh, barely played in the uh, in the finals. Yeah, he didn't play in the finals, but he had some good you know in the first couple of rounds. He did he did play and have some key three pointers. But it's unless you just want to be Kobe or LeBron or you want to be the star of the team, which I haven't seen him. He keeps going to teams that are already already formed mm-hmm. and already have, have uh, a, a personality. Yeah, they already have a star. You know, to you know, team up with a couple of guys and go go play in Indiana or go mm-hmm. play on the Magic or something and build a team. Right. Uh, but I don't think anybody really wants to play with him anymore I, yeah. I i don't it's maybe philadelphia's thinking hey it's late enough in the season let's get him in here win a championship and then whatever he does after that who cares it's worth it we won a championship yep and then you can rebuild after that so but uh, you're right you're yeah right. and we talked about harden a lot more than i thought we wanted to but oh yeah <laughs> uh obviously uh not not a bigger show in the nba but maybe here in dallas uh the mavs trade for christophs uh, porzingis to the wizards and the Mavs get Spencer Dinwiddie, and mm-hmm. I, I, I guess it's Davis. Davis, I don't know. He's uh, he's yeah. for he's not American, 
so it's hard to bet. Davis or Davis uh, Burton's. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mavs also give up a second round pick, mostly just to kind of push it through. Uh, this isn't a great trade for the Mavs. I don't think it makes them better today. But yeah. uh, long term, you look at it, maybe. I mean, of course, Dinwiddie is going to play. I mean, the, both these players are going to play, which you can, you know, more than you can say for Porzingis, who, when he did play, probably about half the time. He did he he did pretty good, but he's making max money, and you're pretty much splitting it up into two guys now. Um, it just makes him easier to trade if they don't work out. So these are two good, good to decent to good role players uh, uh, for the Mavs. Now you kind of need a second star to really make a run in the playoffs. I don't know that Luca and a bunch of role players could. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, uh, I think Dinwiddie was. I think Spencer Dinwiddie is he a starter right now? Would you put him in the starting I, I, five? I, 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 I was about to ask you, like, because I hadn't really seen him play much this year. Because I know he was. I know when he was in Brooklyn, he was he was pretty good. He you know he, he was he was pushing great. He was pushing great. Yeah, he was he was a starter. I think he was he came fell short in the All Star voting a little bit, uh, you know, by a little bit one year. So I was like. You know, okay. I I don't know. I I don't think. And then he got hurt. Porzingis is worth more. Than, yeah, he got hurt. I don't. I think Porzingis is worth more than Spencer Dinwiddie and and Davis Bertan. Personally, uh, he, he is. Yeah. And if yeah. you tell me Porzingis can play three fourths of the games remaining in the season in the playoffs, right. Mavericks are better that way. But these are two good role players that maybe, even if they're off the bench. It's it's not like it affects the Mavericks that much in their starting lineup. Of course, Porzingis would start, but again, he's missed twenty something games this year. It's right. you have to have him on the court, and when he's on the court, he does good. And then there's a, supposedly a beef with him and Luca, and if that is an issue, then yeah, you gotta get rid of Porzingis because you know Luca's obviously the star. You gotta do what do what you gotta do. To be honest, yeah, Luca should just you know make it worth work with Porzingis, but long-term he's hurt. You have to get out of this, this contract because if uh, Porzingis has another serious injury, I don't think you're ever able to trade him again. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think um, his injuries, I think they were just piling up and I think um, they were paying, I forgot how much they were paying him. He's, I mean, he's getting, he's got his max of, contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I feel like, Maybe the injury might have been more severe, and um, you know it's just recurring injuries. I mean, he only plays like fifty or sixty percent of the games, and they were just like, "We need somebody that's gonna play more than that, give us more than that." And you know, the, the Mavs have been winning without him, and I, you know, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm not sure like as far as like a long term thing, um, it's a good trade, but I mean. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie, is, he's pretty good, but not Porzingis level. But no. Really, I get, yeah. Well, you look at the Mavericks right now are the five seed. Mm-hmm. And typically around trade deadline time, if you're the five seed, you are trading to get better. Right. I think the long term, this is a good move because you mm-hmm. got out of Porzingis. I mean, the two two contracts you, you get in return aren't great contracts either but they're easier to get out of or move or they're shorter. But as of right now, 
are the Mavericks better than they were before they traded? I I don't think so. But then again, okay. how much more is Porzingis playing? Like right now, yeah. the other night when they played uh, the Clippers, Luka goes off, scores 51 points, career high for him, ties Dirk for second most in franchise history, right. uh, which is pretty good timing. Luka finds out Porzingis gets traded, then he has a game of his life. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if, if he's excited or what. But yeah, compared to that team, sure, they're better because you add two role players and Porzingis wasn't playing. He hadn't been playing like we we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'd think Porzingis, you know, maybe Porzingis, they're just taking uh, extra precaution with Porzingis. Maybe instead of missing a few games, they add a couple of games to whatever his injury issues are uh, right. to, to keep him fresh for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it gives them more depth, but I, I'm not sure if this team can make it out of the first round. Yeah. I mean, I've, it's probably all about the draw at this point. Uh, maybe this year, if we play the Clippers, we probably beat them this year. Um, I don't know. I I don't want to do like the whole recency bias. Uh, you know, they've been playing well. They've, you know, four straight wins. Then they had like a six game win streak. Yeah. And like they've been that. playing good teams. Yeah, they've been playing. Also, yeah, and yeah. They've been, and they've been beating good teams. So, um, you know, I'm, it's, it's tough. It's well, maybe tough by our next episode, they'll play a couple of games and we can mm-hmm. we can see what Jason Kidd's plan is for these players and, and his offense or his game plan. Yeah. Yeah, I guess well, this is the wait and see game. But, uh, you know, I'm, I am I guess I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Spencer Dinwiddie can do because, um, you know, having another guard that can attack um, other than Luka um, – you know that that that'll be exciting. I'm 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 kind of curious to see how the team will look afterwards. Yeah, it's all about chemistry, and we'll just have to see how it works with Luca playing with these guys. Right. So some some players it's great, some players it's not, uh, and it may be it may be a great trade. But either way, it's kind of you know I grade it as a D C minus trade. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was thinking like maybe C plus if it works out, and you're. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it's you had to get out of your contract or get out. You had to do something with Porzingis so you could move on because clock's ticking with Luca right now. And when he's oh. out of his contract, or even you know, sometimes before these these players have so much control, they can uh, demand a buyout or a trade or whatever. That exactly, yeah. uh, you have to keep Luca happy right now. And you know, maybe it turns out Luca's a diva, but you have what you have right now, and. Mm-hmm. You have to build around him, and then if it doesn't work out, great, you know, rebuild, rebuild. But uh, yeah, you have to try while you have him now, because he's yeah. a generational top pl- type player, and whether and he's, he's so young. exact, yeah, yeah, he's he, so young. So. Every every other day, you hear something. He's the youngest player to do this, or, or mm-hmm. the first player under twenty something to do this. And right. no matter if he stays with the Mavericks or who he plays for, if he stays healthy throughout his career, it's he's going to be a top five player all times uh, in terms of stats. Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, it's just like when you have Harden. Harden's one of those players, like, you have to make it work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not saying you should go trade for him or try to get, you know, try to get him, but if you have him, you have to make it work somehow. And, you know, we – we had, that, that comes all on Mark Cuban, Jason Kidd. And, uh, being a coach right now is more than X's and O's. It's almost just like managing people and managing egos. 
Right. Yeah. So, you know, I guess, I guess we'll see. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of managing egos, um, got the Rams in the Super Bowl. We have Jalen Ramsey and Odell Beckham. They have some of the biggest egos that you Mm kind of have to manage. But uh, who are you liking for the Super Bowl? What what kind of game are you you thinking we're gonna see? Uh, um, I've been going back and forth. I like uh, like you said earlier in the show. Um, I don't really have like a, a team that I'm rooting for, uh, and it's been it hasn't been like this in a in a long time. And it's all it's I, w- I wouldn't say it's refreshing, but you know it's it's well it is in a sense to see that. You know, two teams that have haven't been there forever. When was the last? Well, the Rams were just in it a couple of years ago, but they didn't. They lost, right? And yeah, um, Cincinnati hasn't been in it since like what the '80s or something like that. So, um, so I'm uh, I'm excited. Um, I I'm leaning towards. Um, I want Cincinnati to win because I feel like their team is more organic. Um, you know, they drafted their players. I feel like the Rams went out and I mean, which is fine. Like, you know, you build your team. However, they went out and bought, you know, they went out and got Odell. They went out and got Bond Miller, um, you know, went out and got Matthew Stafford and, you know, which is, which is cool. And I, I kind of, in a sense, wish, <laughs> I wish the Cowboys would do that, but you know, that's not related, but um, yeah, you know, um, I, I, I'm leaning. I want Cincinnati to win. I think it's going to be a high scoring. I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, it's going to be a, like a slow starter, probably most Super Bowls are, unless you know you have Devin Hester. But um, um, I, I think I think Cincinnati. I'm I'm rooting for Cincinnati. Yeah, same here. I mean, if you have to tell me what team would I rather win, I guess Cincinnati. It's just it, I typically go for the ones who have never won a Super Bowl. Right, me too. Um, usually because it's always the Patriots in and, and outside of New England or bandwagon mm-hmm. fans, most people don't want the Patriots to win. Yeah, right. But uh, no, I, th- I think you're right. It's the way the Rams have built their team. Typically you would say isn't sustainable. If you can get a Super Bowl out of it, great. It's worth it. Uh, mm-hmm. Or any league, any sport, if you can get a championship out of it, it's all out of it. It's always worth it. Even if you, mm-hmm. you cripple your team. Because they don't have a they don't have a first round pick for another few years what? right now, and they haven't for the last couple of years. Uh, Jared Goff is their last first round pick, I believe, and they're just not a good drafting team. So you know, take it back to the Mavericks. Mavericks aren't really good at drafting. Terrible. Uh, so why not trade your picks and mm-hmm. get something out of it um, outside of Luca? But technically, they didn't draft Luca. They traded, even though you know, Dallas drafted Trey Young, but drafting him knowing they're okay, trading it to Atlanta. Atlanta's drafting mm-hmm. Luka. But, uh, you know, all power to you. You can say what you want, but the Cowboys have drafted really, really well recently. Yeah. And probably better than not for the last 10 years um, mm-hmm. outside of a couple, you know, Taco and Taco Charlton, uh, yeah. Taco, and <laughs> Taco Charlton, uh, Morris Claiborne, and uh, but for the most part, you know, you draft Hall of Fame uh, offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. It's early to call Parsons a Hall of Famer, but he's looking. You know, he's he's good at he's damn good at football. Yeah, uh, CD Lamb and say what you want, but the Rams are in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. now. Right. Team building isn't 
you know, I think the Cowboys problem is a little different. It's a little bit bigger than team building. Mm-hmm. I think it goes a little bit higher than that. Well, coach, I think it's, yeah, I think some coaching issues as well. Yeah, Sean McVay is a coach. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it, it's hard to tell, you know, uh, the common denominator is Jerry Jones. And I hate to, you know, I like Jerry Jones. I think he's a great guy. He's kept the Cowboys relevant. Um, it used to be that, you know, he's not a football guy now, you know, I, he, he obviously knows football if you listen to his interviews, but mm-hmm. I think it's kind of sidetracked in his mind where he, he needs this team to be relevant. And I do it too. I, I do it, when, but I do it playing Madden football because I like the storylines of my players. I, uh, I like, you know, he wanted Jason Garrett to be the next Tom Landry. So he kept him around a lot longer than he should have. He mm-hmm. wants players to be Cowboys for life. Like, I don't know. I, I think he, he wrote a check to Tony Romo or something. Yeah. I don't know. Romo yeah. could have gone and uh, I'm not going to say he was in his prime, but he was re, he was starting to read defenses better. His body just couldn't keep up. But he's he wanted Tony Romo to go away or, or to get out of football where uh, obviously he told them, you can go wherever you want. I'll, I'll make mm-hmm. it happen. But Deep down, he wanted Tony Romo to retire and be a cowboy for life. Like you could say, Tony Romo was a cowboy for life. He doesn't want his players jumping around, you know. Um, and and I do that mad. And I don't want a quarterback for two years, win a Super Bowl, and then he goes and like, no, I want to keep my players, have them play for right. my franchise. And that can be detrimental to your team because not all players are the same. No, not everyone's going to take uh, pay cuts. Not everyone's going to have that mindset where they want to be cowboys for life too. Fortunately, the Cowboys are still looked at as a team, even from younger generation coming up, that it's still America's team, that they're popular. They're always on prime time, which I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thankfully, they don't. But I mean, when overall, I I know most regular season, you know, they have winning seasons uh, for the most part. Look at the last 15 years, I believe. Outside of Romo getting hurt and Dak getting hurt, they haven't had any losing seasons. They had a few eight and eight yep. seasons, but they're always having winning seasons, not making the playoffs with more near as much as they should. Mm-hmm. But playoff wise, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been more successful than you in the last twenty years yeah. or however you know the, the, and, and the Bengals and the being well, obviously you know just for this yeah. year. Just one, just still, one that's all. That's all that matters is this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Rams have been to two Super Bowls. The 49ers have been to two Super Bowls. Uh, it's uh, the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, but even then, they went to four straight NFC Championship games. Everybody's right. had better success outside of you know Detroit, uh, the Redskins, or excuse me, we can actually use their real name, the Commanders. The Commanders, Washington yeah. Commanders. <laughs> right. Oh man, that's so weird. Uh, the Jets. Like well, no, the stuff. Jets have made a couple. The Jets with yeah, the, uh, with butt fumble made two AFC Mark championship. Chandler, yeah, Mark yeah. Sanchez. Yeah, they they were in the AFC championship game, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, two straight uh, years. Man, I think it was his rookie year mm-hmm. and the year after, because mm-hmm. you know they thought you know we're talking about Joe Burrow for the next fifteen years, 10, 15 years. Uh, with that's what we were doing with Mark Sanchez when he made back to back AFC championship games to yeah. start off his career, mm-hmm. but you know. The, what turned out for that of that but right. it, it really depends on your personnel like let's go over to the the Bengals for a little bit 
it's I, I don't know the inner workings of their system of their scouts and coaches, but it's said that they don't spend a lot of money on scouting, mm-hmm. that they don't invest as much. So that the Bengals kind of becoming I keep it says weird saying the Bengal Bengals Bengals. I Bengals, yeah, some, yeah some, some people some people pronounce <laughs> yeah. I feel like a, a a redneck when I say Bengals. The Bengals. The Bengals. The Bengals, Bengals. <laughs> uh but to say that hey you have Joe Burrow, maybe you can make a run like the Chiefs, it's kind of a stretch because the Chiefs are organized a little differently. Uh I don't know that it's sustainable for how the Bengals or how Cincinnati runs their organization where they can right. land on. I mean, they, uh, I'll say lucked out. I'm sure they did their research to get Joe Burrow. And yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, he, the research was just all the games, he, you know, they were, everybody the do the research for you. Everybody yeah. will tell you the number one pick. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I could have been day one going into Jacksonville as their G, a GM last year. Uh, I don't have to do any research to know that Trevor Lawrence was who I have to draft. Exactly. Whether it works or not, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I think it's going to be a great game. You have some of the, you know, top receivers uh, in the yeah, Super yes. Bowl. You know, really good quarterbacks, really good receivers, uh, top receivers anyways. Um, yes, and then, you know, be- Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah you, you do have good receiving cores in here. Uh, I think, it, in my opinion, it's going to come down to how Cincinnati's offensive line can hold up. Against yeah, Aaron Donald and the D and Rams D. Perfectly said, yeah. I, um, because you know they gave up nine sacks to Tennessee, so and they uh, still won. Know, Aaron, although that was yeah, a pretty, won, yeah. pretty yeah, uh, low scoring game. Whole different. He's a whole different animal. So it's uh, you know, I don't know. They probably. I mean, you can't. I mean, everyone tries to scheme against Aaron Donald, but you can't really. So you, you just got to do the best that you can. Um, you know, hopefully they have something to play. You know. He gets through. You chip him with a, with a running back or, or something. Get the ball out quick. But, um, yeah, it's gonna uh, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a rough it's gonna be a rough and I I want to say a rough night for the O line. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough work though, definitely. And I'm trying to look something up here. What it's I think this might. I don't know. It's it's really hard to try to predict what's going to happen in this game. Uh, I feel like it's better or more. We have more clear, less bias in this because we don't really care who's going to win. We we're not trying to see Tom Brady lose or our team win. But what what kind of prediction do you have for this game? Like score wise? Well, yeah. Well, sure. Give me a score. But but how does it play out? Who wins? Um, my, I mean, my heart wants, wants Cincinnati to win. I just, I, I kind of just feel like LA has a little bit too much, you know, like it's too much talent. Um, I also am on the fence with Matt Stafford, how he's going to play. Uh, he's played really well, you know, up until this point, but I mean, he still, he still has some decision-making problems. Um, I think it'll probably be back and forth. I think LA will probably get a stop and probably probably win, you know, going winning probably win by like ten or so, maybe. 
they'll probably win by like 10. They'll be up three, they'll get a stop, and then they'll get like a closing touchdown to kind of seal it. See, I hope that doesn't happen, but yeah, because uh, I really want the Bengals to win. But I don't know. I just, I, you know, Von Miller and Aaron Donald, and uh, you know, they have another guy on the line that's you know really good, and you know, I, I, I just, I hope the Bengals can win, but I just, see, I kind of see LA just pulling it out at the, at the end. On paper, that's how it looks, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. you know, the Rams should have lost against Tampa. Actually, Tampa should have lost first, but then Tampa goes in fourth down and Fournette runs it for a touchdown. And then you're like, okay, Tampa's going to win. And then they just decide they don't want to guard Cooper cup. And then they they sure the Rams struggle against the Niners as well. They were down pretty big early and they should have lost that one. They should. Yeah. They should have lost that one. So the opportunity's there. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, for Bengals lore for their, this legendary run or, or what it should be. I don't think it's complete unless Evan McPherson kicks a game winning field goal to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, man, I, he's he, good. Yeah. He kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah. and, uh, I was disappointed. I didn't see him on your top five power ranking. He's a, no, uh, I, uh, I was going to expand it to 10 and he was definitely in the, in the next five. Cause I, he's, one of my you know favorite players in the game so um yeah he's definitely like if you expanded he was definitely in the next five for sure but it's it's really not his decision unless he gets put into that situation so i completely understand why why he was left out right um, but no i i like storylines like that like i said i'll go uh uh i'll do thing crap like that on madden in my franchises just to get you know give me more to <laughs> to mess around with because you know when i play right. so much and win so many super bowls on there it it gets boring after a while but mm-hmm. no it's fun just to you know see a rookie kicker hopefully he's not you know right now we're looking at hey one of the best kickers ever possibly you know hall of fame type and he just blows it now you know like even if he does kick a game winning super bowl and, but he doesn't sustain it, just you know, like Adam Vinatieri. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, he does this, and then if you uh, Eagles kicker Jake Elliott, uh, he's still doing oh, fine. Yeah. But his rookie right. year, he kicked a sixty-one yard field goal, and I thought, well, man, we're gonna have nightmares playing the Eagles mm-hmm. against this guy. But you don't see him that often. About see things about him that often. He's a pretty yeah. good kicker, but it's you know, it's not like he's the best kicker in the league. Uh, not that McPherson is, but uh, he, you know, I guess he just has nerves of steel. Uh, already, yeah, yeah, he's so, already yeah. tied yeah, Vinatieri. Was it yeah. tied Vinatieri for most field goals in a postseason? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, most field goals and in, in, or and like best percentage or something like that. Yeah, well, I don't think he's missed yeah. in the in the playoffs yeah, anyway. Exactly, yeah, uh, I but I guess against Tennessee, he kicked four. He made four field goals, so that's mm-hmm. you know that's understandable. To that you only yeah. have four games, and most of Vinatieri's, I think he were probably they had a lot of bye weeks anyway. <laughs> oh yeah definitely yeah for sure so go ahead and give us your uh top five power rankings of players uh playing in the super okay, bowl yeah. uh so number five i had uh joe burrow um him and jamar chase were flipped um on mine at the at the beginning but then you know i kind of figured you know jamar chase is probably a better receiver than 
Joe is at quarterback. And I mean, it's close. It's really close. Like they're both really good. I just, I just think, you know, Jamar Chase is just, and I'm probably being biased, you know, receive like, you know, being a receiver and everything, but uh, number five, uh, Joe Burrow, number four, Jamar Chase, um, you know, the best, probably, well, he's the second best receiver in the game, obviously, but um, he's top five receiver in the league. Um, just so explosive, uh, leads the league in 50 plus yard catches. And, you know, he's just incredible. Number three, I have Cooper Cup. Um, and I feel like one through three, well, two and three could be flipped. Um, but, you know, Cooper Cup is, he's been the best receiver this year. Um, he, I feel like he should have, you know, should have gotten a lot more uh, MVP consideration. Um, you know, he's, you know, just a great player. Uh, number two, Jalen Ramsey. Um, I think he's just, a, you know, the best corner in the game. I feel like I put him in number two because I feel like he can have a, a big impact on the game guarding Jamar. Um, and, you know, I think he'll – I'm not sure. I feel like Jamar will, you know, get, a, a you know, some catches here and there. He'll probably have, like, a big play, but uh, Jalen will kind of neutralize that. And number one, um, Aaron Donald, he's, you know, been the best player in the league for, for a while now. Um, and going against that Bengals O-line, I feel like he'll definitely have a huge impact on the game, like a Super Bowl MVP type impact. Um, so we'll see, but, you know, that's my top five going in. Yeah, it was really bold to not have a quarterback at number one. You know, lots mm -hmm. of times it gets, uh, I guess, bias. And, yeah. and right now, especially when you're talking about MVP, yeah, Aaron Donald has a really good chance, especially if, if one of the offensive players don't just ball out. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, believe it or not, I think it's going to be hard for Jamar Chase to be MVP right. uh, unless he just does everything. Yeah. Because I obviously anything he does good goes yeah. uh, on Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is just mm -hmm. a hot name right now. Everybody yeah. loves loves Joe Burrow. Uh, I think it's easier for – I mean, Cooper Cup, it, you could put the exact stats up. I think Cooper Cup has a better chance of winning MVP. Because Matthew too. Stafford, a great story, resurgent, uh, getting out of Detroit, which you know, I have a, something to say about Detroit in a second I just saw. and it's But it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, hopefully he wins the Super Bowl. Is he an MVP if he gets a – I mean, a uh, uh, Hall of Famer if he gets the Super Bowl win. But, you know, everybody's on Joe Burrow right now. But I just saw on Facebook in Michigan, they're selling T-shirts that say the Detroit Rams. And it has the <laughs> Lions logo with the Rams wow. horn on it. And I'm just thinking, man, it's got to be bad in Detroit. I mean, I know the Lions have won one playoff game in like 60 years. Right. But, man... Oh man, that's hilarious! I remember, imagine, imagine if, if remember, yeah, imagine if Tony that. Romo went uh -huh. uh, to another team the year after the Cowboys right. let him go, and he like goes the to the Jaguars Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, but but he goes on a contending team, and he's in the Super Bowl. I'll probably cheer for that team. Like, yeah, cool. Let's let's go, Romo. Yeah. I don't think any anybody in Dallas would sell shirts that would say the Dallas Jaguars or Dallas whoever. Yeah, never. Never, uh, yeah. yeah because Romo's on their team. Yeah. That's it's gotta bad. be pretty it's, it's bad. bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. If you if you remember um, back in 2011, um, the Cavs uh, were kind of like selling shirts. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, because you know LeBron went to Miami and uh, the Mavs were playing them, and they were they were going. I think they were calling themselves like the, the yeah. Cleveland Mavs or something like you know they <laughs> were like doing that's all they were fine. Making, like accounts and everything. No, and so like yeah, that's all fine with me. If you're going to be mm-hmm. salty and you're admitting you're being salty because you don't right. want somebody to win, I right. completely get that. But to, to take a team. And cheer for them because your guy, you know, because you're not winning this, you know, the championship. At least LeBron was taking the Cavs there. Uh, right. Yeah. He was, they yeah, they he played was in the finals once, and they were mm-hmm. all there. Then he left, and I completely get that because, you know, it's the same thing. At least in this instance, though, you're admitting how pathetic it is. It's okay. We just don't <laughs> want him to win. We don't have to win. We just don't want him to win. They didn't really care if the Mavs won. It could be in yeah, any exactly. team. But they mm-hmm. just didn't – it could have been the – you know, if the Mavs were lost to the Thunder, it could have been the Oklahoma City Cavs or the Cleveland Thunder or whatever they wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but this is just like, hey, yeah, cool, we're taking – you know, um, which I can relate to because, like I mentioned last episode, I'm taking on uh, favorite teams. I'm used to doing that in the playoffs because the Cowboys usually disappoint me and I have to pick a different team to right. root for going into the Super Bowl. But at least – at least they admit that. But this, man, yeah. I just – it's a little, I feel it's, bad it's, for Lions fans, it's man. It's, it's, it's a little depressing, a little. Uh, yeah. Um, yes, I, I, I personally, you know, I couldn't do that. I don't, I don't really have the, the um, no, um, the, my pride would let me. But um, that's that's interesting. I just looked it up on Twitter. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, and you know, when I was a kid, I would. Uh, I mean, I'd like watching because the Cowboys weren't, it was, you know, early years. Uh, it was before Romo, it, it, you know, we're talking Chad Henney and Hutchinson and Vinny Testaverde and those years kind of like me going into high school. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, Brady and Manning were the, you know, the big rivalry. And um, I was trying to decide, like, do I want a Manning jersey, Peyton Manning jersey or Tom Brady jersey? But a kid's different. You know, my nephew has. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And Lakers jerseys and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a store, just, I mean, I guess if there's a market for it, why wouldn't you? You don't have to agree yeah. with it. It's like people if somebody's going to buy them, yeah. Yeah, people going to buy But, man, it, it's got to be – because what normally goes on up there anyways is depressing. You, you know, not great weather, at least in the winter. Detroit's just a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, issues with Flint, Michigan. It's, you know, it's just not a fun place to, to – be a sports fan right now yeah not at all <laughs> but uh either way we both have the Bengals, cincinnati winning uh yeah. well you kind of have the rams you think are probably yeah. gonna win but we hope <laughs> cincinnati's gonna win and we hope everybody enjoys the super bowl we hope everybody has good food and a good time enjoy the commercials and halftime and we'll be back here next week i'm ashton with chris See you later.